Welcome everybody to another edition of M-Class Email, the show where you write in and we jack off. I'm Jeff. <laughs> oh, I'm Josh. I didn't know we were doing that. But... <laughs> it's a brand new season on this show. <laughs> it sweeps, baby. It sweeps and we got our dicks in our hands <laughs> asking you for money. We're um, like skeets. Damn. I don't think it's going to get better than that. Shut it off. That's the end of the well, show. See you next week, losers. Our first email <laughs> comes from Ensign VG. It's entitled Tuvix Did Nothing Wrong. And I wanted to get this out of the way quick. Yeah, put this one first. Hey, Trek Boys. Trek Boys! Trek Boys! I'm sending this before the episode comes out, so I don't know your feelings, but I think Tuvix is an overall good episode. Wow, okay. Uh, I, I think you know our email. feelings now. Yeah, this is a bad email. <laughs> Wait, don't close the email. Hear me out. Mm. Granted, it's goofy in execution, but we got some awesome character moments, especially for Janeway. Did we? I would like to try to remember them. Did we, though? She's uh, she stuck with a classic no-win scenario. Does she kill Tuvix to bring back Tuvok and Neelix? Yes! <laughs> or let Tuvok and Neelix stay dead for the sake of Tuvix? No! Either way, she's sentencing part of her crew to death. This dude is mm. not part of the crew. No, he's not not my Tuvix. <laughs> I didn't vote for him. I didn't vote for this Tuvix. It's one of the few instances we get to see Janeway act like a captain instead of a mom. I don't think that's true either. Yeah, uh, she's, I mean, she's stuck with a shitty choice, and no matter what she does, she's at best pissing people off and letting her crew down. That's true. Yeah. I admit I have a soft spot for Voyager because I watched it with my mom growing up, so maybe it's a little nostalgia. That seems to be Voyager's big pull, which is there's nothing wrong with that. No, that's fine. It's it's like mindless enough. <laughs> I don't mean that in any. It's like it's not it's like complicated uh, it's popcorn chewing. Yes, watching yes. right. Yeah. I, I think you're right that it's goofy in execution. Like we talk about in the episode uh, when we covered it, it could have been like a really great episode where the stakes are really high. Yeah. But we spend almost the entire episode following Tuvix around on his stupid fucking misadventures. He's trying to hit on his girlfriend or whatever. And then, and like, we don't get to know him as a character during any of it, really. Yeah. We just know that he's he's he does things that's kind of like Tuvok, and he does things that's kind of like Neelix. He doesn't do anything that's Tuvix. Yeah, he's not his own guy. Be your own thing, Tuvix, yeah. you know? I think that's true of everyone. Be your own guy. Yeah, be your own fucking... Yeah. Figure it out. <laughs> fucking figure it out. On Nickelodeon, 6-5 <laughs> Ha! Thanks for reading, Jeff or Josh. You're welcome. Yeah. No I hope the email fostered some discussion. Trekfully yours, Ensign VG. The USS Neelix still sucks, though. Appreciate that. Well, there you go. There you go. There's your answer. It's right there. I feel like a, we've discussed that episode to death on the Tuvix episode, so I don't I don't think it'll like spiral out of control here or anything, but I appreciate no, a no. different viewpoint. Yeah. No, it's... Look, like we said, it's not like the worst episode it's not as bad as we like remember it being. I think yeah, we said. I agree. So there's that's something at least. <laughs> I don't think it's. I think it's such a missed opportunity is the real problem. Yeah, yeah, it is. I'm telling you, you make Tuvix be like part of like plant alien, and they can't get rid of him because of that. You got a whole new ball game. That's a whole new episode. Yeah, and make Tuvix his own fucking person at some point. Like make them start to notice that he's doing things that both 
Tuvix and Neelix would never do. And don't yeah. just make it a fucking voiceover during, like, a montage. I don't know why I became a Tuvix. <laughs> It's like the end of fucking Blade Runner. <laughs> I, I don't know why that she was a robot. What? Yeah, I'm, I'm really glad they cut that out in the director's edition. <laughs> Even Harrison Ford is like, you want me to read this? Why? So, it's, in, in that moment, I, re- I really had to think, what does it mean to be human? I have to go fly a plane into a golf course. Let me go do that. <laughs> what did golf courses ever do to Harrison Ford anyway? <laughs> they were. What did airplanes ever do to him? Who taught him how to fly? I don't know. That guy crashes. Like he should be the new crash test dummy. Hey, fucking Howard Hughes, use the landing gear. <laughs> That's a smart joke. Um, no, I, I feel like that episode was such a wasted opportunity that it really kind of, it bugs me. And I, yeah. I think I'm harder on it because of that. I know there are people who genuinely like it. Uh, and those people have bad taste. Anyway, our... <laughs> those people's opinions are wrong. No. Uh, what's that next email, Josh? <laughs> oh, this next email is from Todd Howard. It doesn't tell me to read this in any type of voice, no. so I'm just going to read it, it. It just works, TM. <laughs> it just works. Uh, salutations, boys of the Trek variety. Salutations. I think the real Todd Howard has like a real sort of like little little like cutie boy voice for a Nasally. Because yeah. he's like so small. I took acid and I made the Elder Scrolls. Salutations, boys of the Trek variety. It's me. You don't have to do that. (laughs) (laughs) While working to reform the many, many rogue AIs here at the Daystrom Institute, I found inspiration in the form of the Tuvix incident. Wow, we're still on this. That's the last episode we did. (laughs) I'm certainly not the first to think of merging two or more AIs into one, but I suspect I may be the first to do so for non-sexual reasons. Wow. <laughs> what does that add to the sex? I don't understand. <laughs> yeah, what is two? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I this guess one if you, likes I guess anal if you can, and vaginal? <laughs> if you can fuck a Tuvix, you can fuck anything. <laughs> you can fuck anything once, Jeff. At least once. <laughs> it might kill you. But I'll, anyway. I'll put that to the test someday. <laughs> yeah. To my surprise, the AIs uh, were not only willing, but eager to combine. This sounds like sex to me. Yeah, this sounds like a sexual thing. (laughs) This should have been the first red flag, but I thought that if I arbitrarily liked them better before I combined them, I could just beam them back again, apart again, against their will, and pretend like it never happened. Starfleet regulations regarding the discovery of new life forms be damned. You know, like Janeway did. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Janeway's taking a beating in these this emails. Like, this, we got some real Tuvix fans here, man. Long story short, the AIs took this opportunity to consolidate into one massive megalomaniacal megalomaniacal program. Thank you. Of in- incalculable evil, then immediately hacked into one of my cybernetically enhanced staff members, who then stole the 31st century time machine we had on display in the lobby. What? Yeah, I don't know why we kept that there either. Yeah, well, that was dumb. That's your dumb fault. Fucking Max Headroom's yeah. time machine. It's in the lobby. No, I have to go back and invent sex. 
all while shouting something about merging itself with all galactic life and defiance is useless or something like that. Oh, jeez, here we go. Oh, no. Oh, my... Oh my Katra, it's the boy. Oh my Katra, it's the boy. Mamma mia. <laughs> Mamma mia, boy queen. <laughs> I accidentally invented the fucking Borg. Jesus fuckballs. Son of a shit fuck. That explains why the board of directors was so quick to fire, disavow, and blacklist me. Man, you fucked up, man. Mamma mia, they disavow me. Oh, a blacklist. <laughs> Guess it'll be a while before I can afford to pledge at least $1 a month to patreon.com slash mclasspodcast. I was hoping to ask people on the exclusive Discord for advice on starting a new career at 108 years old. Hey, you know what they say, 108's the new 40. (laughs) (laughs) Or maybe listen to Coast to Coast in 10 minutes, but alas. Anyway, what video game character do you think you'd be BFFs with in IRL? Mamma in my class of podcast, the Patreon. <laughs> Best regards, Todd Howard, former assistant director of digital art history research at the Daystrom Institute of Advanced Robotics. Although they'd certainly deny ever having heard of me. Wow. Um, coast That's to coast impressive. in 10 minutes, man. Remember that show? I, one day we'll have to do more of those. Oh, I love that show. I love Space Ghost. I fucking love Space Ghost. I feel like that's what the show was. I just us saying the jokes from the show and laughing. I know. Which is also how we review lower decks, unfortunately. I would I would love the Brack show too. That show was oh, so I funny. fucking love the Brack show, man. <laughs> Brack's dead. <laughs> I, I, it's like uh Yes, you want to go to the Festival of Feet, but have you earned the right <laughs> to view the feet and enjoy them? <laughs> fucking, <laughs> what's his name? George Lowe is every fucking guy. Yeah. Ever. He's dead. Rest in peace. Uh, no, he's not. I think he's dead. No. Look it up. George Lowe, dead. American voice actor, born November 10th, 1957, age 65. Dead. He follows tomorrow. me on Twitter, man. What? Yeah. You know Stan Bush follows me on Twitter. You know Hitoshi Ariga, creator of The Big O and Mega Man Mega Max, follows me on Twitter. Big O! It's showtime! Oh, I love that show. It's like Batman with a fucking kaiju guy. There's uh <laughs> there's like a really fucking funny uh TikTok about this guy He's like me as a as like a teenager watching Adult Swim. And it was like, or watching Toonami, and it was like Dragon Ball Z, and then it was like a Sailor Moon, and he's just like a kid being like, yeah, and then it says Big O, and he's wearing like a fucking three-piece suit and like black gloves. <laughs> <laughs> There's just like jazz music playing in the background. <laughs> Dude. Oh, man. that Oh, he had that robot that he loved, right? The Mega Deuce. No, he had the, the robot oh, assistant. Uh, R. Dorothy Wainwright. R. Dorothy Wainwright, that's right. Uh, that show was so fucking clever and smart and, like, above the other shows that was surrounded and everything. And I love all those other shows. But um, that is a Isaac Asimov thing, that all oh. androids are called R before their name oh, to designate okay. them. For robot. For robot. <laughs> For sex robot. That's SR. Uh, she was a maid. 
And she was yeah. made by an old man because he missed his daughter. That's right. She was the daughter. Yeah. And he made a second one that that got turned into an assassin by a fucking evil guild of assassins. Uh, as is when you create a robot of your daughter. <laughs> what did you think was going to happen, dum-dum? It, it goes one of two ways. Either you're a maid for a Bruce Wayne type guy, or you're an assassin for a League of Assassins. They, they kind of like they have feelings for each other, right? And he, she yeah, calls him like, a louse all the time. Yeah. Roger Smith, you are a louse. Yeah, it's it's a it's there's like, you know, speaking of Asimov, there's like big like Blade Runner vibes. Oh right? yeah, like absolutely. It obviously likes Blade Runner. Um, also just big robot energy. <laughs> yeah, and it has like a piston punch, which is always it's cool. so fucking cool. And it's like what, black and gold. What was on after that? It was like Trigun or something. Probably Trigun, which is also fucking sick. Trigun was cool. Uh, there's a new Trigun, but it it looks different and then different scares and like frightens me. Yeah, Trigun was <laughs> change change is frightening. Trigun was like Cowboy Bebop esque, right? They had a ship. Oh no, uh, I think you're thinking of um, Outlaw Star. Outlaw Star. Outlaw Star with right. Gene Starwind when they were in the that's, ship trying to find the galactic ley line. That's oh fuck man. Trigun really... was the sci-fi western on in the like western. the post-apocalypse. It was Rich Masters' story, <laughs> uh, and the main character was like Vash the Stampede. Vash the Stampede, and he was yep. called that because he obliterated an entire town. That's cool. And like uh, at the end of uh, Unforgiven, yeah, it's a great movie. He it was like an accident that it happened because he's got like a robot arm he can't control, but uh. He's a pacifist. As is when you make a robot arm out of mm-hmm. your dead daughter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, he, like, the cool thing about Trigun is Vash was, like, a pacifist. Everybody thought he was, like, a murderous monster, but he's, like, actually mm-hmm. a pacifist. And he's, like, the greatest shot who ever lived, but he never wounds anyone fatally. Damn, it's like, it's like Japan. And he also <laughs> pretends to be, like, a weirdo goofball so people don't think he's Vash the Stampede. That's how you do it. You're yodaing, right? Yeah, you're yodaing, absolutely. Ah, what is this? A flashlight? I'm stupid. <laughs> I'm gonna hit your droid over and over mine, again. Mine, mine, mine. <laughs> so good. Thought you were supposed to be this great master. <laughs> great master, I am. Mm. Mm, Yoda, you're sick. Um, well, like Grover. What is your uh, same thing? What's your um? What video game character do you think you would be BFFs with IRL? Lyris Titanborn, because she would step on me every day. Hmm. <laughs> what does that have to do with being BFFs? You wouldn't let somebody who isn't your BFF step on you. Right? How did I know this was fucking uh, Elder Scrolls Online before I even looked it up? Because I said it earlier. Did you? It's in, it's in my brain. Yeah, we're talking about Jennifer Hale. It's Jennifer Hale. Oh, okay. Yeah, I wasn't paying it. I don't pay attention to you. She's talk. half giant. I don't pay attention to the things you say. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know, man. Like, There's too many. A lot of video game characters have too much energy for me. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know who I would get along with is Toe Jam and Earl. Yeah, they're chill. They're laid back, they're chill. They just want to fucking play some funky music and party. But you might have to go find some records on some weird mushroom planet or something. That's true. 
You know what I mean? Yeah, I may and have like, to go through some weird ass special zones that are through doors that even as an yeah. adult I never figure out what I'm supposed oh, to do. Oh god, <laughs> so hard sometimes, man. Um, I don't know, man. <laughs> toad? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's it's Toad. Toad seems chill. <laughs> yeah, it's Toad. That, Mario, that what voice, are you doing? Mario. Um, there's so many video games out there, though, man. Like Bayonetta. <laughs> Bayonetta would be cool. Uh, Too much energy for me. Same. As- <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm trying to hang out and do like nothing. Absolutely. So, like, Stardew Valley guy. I don't know. <laughs> like, right? Maybe, like, I don't know. Maybe like uh, Zelda herself since she mostly just stays in one place the whole game mm, she kind of sleeps sometimes yeah. too right like a sleeping beauty get uh, get sealed inside of a giant crystal and go to sleep that sounds good yeah. to me don't have to feed her or go get her water or anything uh shack from shack fu would be my there bff uh oh oh uh set the future s- president future set. republican candidate set snakes yeah. for all Snakes, a snake for everybody. That's a classic reference, sir. It's old man, that's an old ass. That's a long time ago. I, I think somebody posted that, and it was like ten years ago. Somebody pointed out nine or ten years ago. It was how how prescient we were because that kind of had that. Yeah, we kind of that guy as president, right? That did happen. We yeah. had an evil mummy as president for a while. <laughs> now, now we have a neutral mummy as president. <laughs> Lawful good mummy. He's a he's like a true neutral mummy. I think he's doing some evil shit. He's doing some good shit. <laughs> he's not giving me a snake though. Where's my fucking snake? Which tra- which Dragon Ball Z character do you think you get along with best? Oh God, Vegeta. Really? Like you're stupid and then he'd be like you're stupid and i'd be like let's kiss you guys would be at each other's throats and he can destroy a planet by pointing two finger fingers upwards so yeah, i can do that he you don't know what i can do you've never shown it but then i guess we wouldn't have a planet yeah what do you want me to show you like on venus or something yeah. this isn't star trek this isn't star wars 7 can't see the planets blow up the away. moon for the fourth time damn man we gotta wish that moon back again I, th- I think it's. I think it got blown up again in Super, so it's three. Why, Why are they blowing the moon up? Master Roshi blows it up, and then Piccolo blows it up, and uh, they asked Toriyama, like, you know, wh- how did you blow up the moon twice? And he was like, oh, they, uh, they, they wished it back. Yeah, <laughs> I knew that. Everyone just knows fucking that. like shifty eyes, like they wished it back. <laughs> <laughs> One day, it just pops back. Ah, oh, they found him. The moon's back. They found the Dragon Ball. Ironically, I think I would get along best with Yamcha. Because he just kind of, like, rides around in his car and plays baseball. And Yeah, he's the most American, He's, right? like, a normal guy. I like dead Yamcha. Well, you you like Yamcha, then, because he's mostly dead for Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> he's dead to me. Well, he gets dumped. He just, like, fucking commits suicide. He, he gets has, dumped by Bulma. He has right? a bad life. Yeah. Like, Bulma dumps him, and, like, people are always, like, they believe what Bulma says. She's like, oh, he was, like, running around with all these girls or whatever. Yeah. And Yamcha's like, I wasn't. 
like I just played baseball. He's a baseball player, yeah. And uh but then like Balma is mysteriously with Vegeta when she's saying this about Yamcha. Yeah. Yeah. And she's mysteriously has a kid. She's with him. mysteriously pregnant. Whoopsies. <laughs> Bulma, I don't know if people remember this about Bulma, but she is a huge self-centered bitch. So yeah, she's she's like I love that about really, her. But that's yeah, her. she's like really like she really wants to go on to see her butt too, right? In the first ones, she's always like talking about her butt. Oh, <laughs> Goku, you mean? Go, yeah, Goku, yeah. Uh, she's she's always like offering people. You can see my butt if you give me yeah, free stuff. That's right. That's right. Which, Which is a product of its time. I'd try that. It doesn't work. Nobody wants to see my boy's butt. It's wild. I can't figure it out. But Our next email <laughs> is like four emails uh, from Lieutenant Herdman. They're short. <laughs> and it is all one email. It just is pretend for. So don't okay. fucking write in being like, Jeff, you said no multiple emails. <laughs> I'm a piss baby. <laughs> Dear Lobeless Trek Boys. Damn. Off to a good start. From Marek Herdmon. Half mm-hmm. Ferengi, half Betazoid transporter abomination. <laughs> okay. The Ferengi Commerce Authority reports that inflation, profits, and latinum parachutes are at an all-time high. God damn it. Thanks to the recent pr- pandemic of tulaberry flu. <laughs> and that one pack-led freighter that tipped over and got stuck in the Gamma Quadrant wormhole. <laughs> Everybody's raising their prices. Why haven't you seized on this opportunity? You continue to offer broadcast and content for one slip of latinum. Think of the possibilities. You could inflate your run times with dead air and double the price of admission. Why haven't you? We've already pushed the dead air to its limit. This is We did a whole episode of it once. <laughs> now excuse me while I step on this transporter pad. Transporter sounds meld with comical high-pitched screams of Ferengi agony as Marek's body contorts and floaty worm snakes swim around the matter stream. Damn. A man emerges on the transporter alongside a Betazoid woman in a very handsome all-turquoise dress. (laughs) From Lieutenant Herdman aboard the USS Canonical Reasons. Phew, it's good to be back, boys. Please don't ask what happened to the Ferengi. Something about biomimetic gel, Q, or a passing solar flare. IDK. (laughs) Speaking of transporters, spring break and inflation, what would be a great vacation for you? (laughs) And also from Betazoid Woman, thanks for the great podcast. I am sensing great levity and joy. This is confusing. Who's who? Let me... Let me engineer my way through this situation, now that I am an engineer, of course. Yeah, yeah. Uh, did a, a Ferengi just transporter split into a human being and a Betazoid woman? Yeah, is that what happened? Uh, one plus one is not equal in two here. This is, no. This is not a, this is a three-vix situation. This is... <laughs> This is like advanced calculus. I can't figure this out. One plus one equals three vix. Three vix. 
You can put your one in my three, Vic. What? <laughs> what does that mean? I don't know. You know, it's been a long day. It's been a while. <laughs> it's been a long road. We've been at this for about four hours. Uh, Star Trek The Cruise. I want to go on it. Let's that does go. sound fun as hell. If I'm going on a cruise, which I really don't ever, really ever need to do or want no, to do, I'm, not, I'm going I'm not Star a cruise Trek. boy. Yeah, me neither. I've never done it, and I really don't see the appeal in it, but... Yeah, I want to go dance with uh, Nicole DeBoer. <laughs> <laughs> I want to go to a real Star Trek convention. Not a mm-hmm. Comic-Con. Not like a nerd convention. I want to yeah. go to a Star Trek convention. Yes. Is there even a th- such a thing anymore? I don't know. I don't know. Um, Las Vegas still have one? They, that used to be the only one I knew about. Well, we're going to Vegas, baby. Oh, we're going to lose all of our money to hookers again. We're going to have to leave wearing barrels for clothes. Oh, God. Good thing I brought my spare barrel. <laughs> Oh, okay. That's I was like somebody is playing island music outside, but it's the that's where, it's the Kona truck. That's where we're going. We're going to the islands. We're going baby. to the islands, baby. The Caribbean. Creation. All right, here it says Creation Entertainment's STLV. So Star Trek Las Vegas fifty seven. There you go, Las Vegas. When is it? Uh, August third to sixth. God, that's gonna be hot as fuck <laughs> in Las Vegas. Yeah, Jesus Christ. All right, we're starting it now, everybody. Give us your money so we can go to Star Trek Las Vegas. Yeah. We're going to have to drive out there because I ain't flying on no airplane. Actually, save your money to give it to us during the Star Trek, the Trek Boy Pride Pledge Month instead. Yeah. That's a that's a good cause and doesn't end up with us being sunburned to fuck in the middle of a desert. Or, or robbed by hookers. That's true. Look, hookers need money, too. They'll get theirs. <laughs> I'm not gonna touch that. Our next bitch, where's my money? Our next email. Yeah. Oh, am I? In, I'm doing it. Yeah. Oh, let me go. Wait, 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 wait. That's not the next email. That's not the next email. Okay, okay, okay. Go to the one above it. Okay. Again, email length does matter, folks. This is two of them. Wait. It's the oh, same it's email. Edit. Okay. Uh, this one is from Sully. Two Swords Sully. I apologize for, like, the really shitty, like, island remix music that's in the background of this whole segment, but this dude's just sitting outside my house. I can't hear it. Jeff, come get some shaved ice. It's called uh, water ice here. That's what we call Uh, it. I do believe it's called water ice. Made out of real water. Uh, let's talk about Treks, baby. That's the reference let's talk to the about Treks, baby. Salt let's and talk pepper about song. You and me. That's amazing. Holy shit! <laughs> <laughs> hey, clap, clap! You Trek boys, go, 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 Trek boys! I don't, well, go, I don't know what that means. Go, go, Trek boys. Trek boys. Picard is still good so far. Great in some places. <laughs> I only watched the first episode, so I haven't watched any of it. Much of this is due to the heavy lifting by Riker and Worf, but even Jordy and Crusher have some long overdue moments of good acting. Whoa. Wow. Oh, wow. And both Strange New Worlds and Lower Decks were renewed. Yay! Hell yeah. I'm cautiously optimistic about the future of Trek, but I hope they start doing more new things. Be careful what you wish for. 
<laughs> I guess it depends on what those new things are. Yeah. They might get the wrong message from the positive reception of Season 3 of Picard and just bring back AI of Abomination versions of the original cast, like they're freaking Disney or something. We just talked about this. <laughs> it all comes around in the end. Discovery is being put to a merciful end, not quick enough. Uh, they insist it's just ending but not canceled. Sure. Sure. And its place is a Starfleet Academy show that might be a spinoff. That'd be great. You know what? Starfleet fucking uh, Riverdale. Let's go. I think no, for one. I don't want that. Riverdale. Uh, Two, it's a spinoff as in it it does take place in the far-flung future where the Federation is just starting up again. Oh, it takes place like in the the Discovery future. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, Which worries me. Madeline Petch as the Vulcan. Let's go. I need a whole new series of gifts here to send to Jeff in the middle of the night. It, oh, okay, that's Cheryl Blossom. And All not right. to jerk off to. Hmm, maybe I take <laughs> back what I said about them trying anything re- unrelated to the legacy characters. Yeah, it's tough to it's tough, right? Anyway, it's been over a year now since my first email. Where has the time gone? In a straight line. <laughs> yeah, it does. It do, do be going. It do be do that. Remember that time I emailed about getting Vogue and Quark Station? I'm going to say yes, even though I don't know what that is. I think I remember the getting Vogue. Like the the girl who Vogue in his face to make to not have to talk to him. Oh, was that at that sex club or whatever? <laughs> uh, I think that was a. Maybe. I don't know, actually. I forget. There's sometimes when I forget the stories they blend together. Oh. Wait. Neither of those involved me at all. See? Okay, there we go. <laughs> all right. All right. I was right. I wasn't even there for the Quark Station thing, but if I ever do that thing, that Quark Station... I think he's talking about David S., right? No, Quark Station is a stupid thing that they do in the Discord where if you say the same joke at the same time, you post the GIF, uh, the... um emoji that says quark station they added it's like a jinx because somebody posted that at the same time once and it became okay i get it all right uh which i know only because i paid the one dollar a month on patreon for some fun conversations watch parties collection suggestion votes and jackbox games i'll be sure to respond with the joke i didn't make and i was initially there for (laughs) (laughs) it had to do with a typo but again i wasn't there for it so, the only way to find out the full story is to pay the $1 or more a month on Patreon for some fun conversations, watch parties, collection suggestion votes, and Jackbox games. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny as fuck. Yeah, that's right. I'm quark baiting all the non members. Wow. Oh, man, I remember when I was in high school, I was quark baiting all the time. Yeah, well, you know, I got quark baited once on a chat room, thought it was a Ferengi, it wasn't. <laughs> It was a beta zoid woman and a human. Yeah. <laughs> Fixed together. <laughs> this one weird trick will get you to know what Quark Station is if you pay $1. Eh, you get the point. Boys, <laughs> have you ever been a new part of a group and you hear inside jokes so much you feel a part of them, but then you have to remind yourself you weren't there for that and then you feel like a newbie twerp? I do all the time. I this I is this is gonna sound incredibly like up my own ass, yeah, and conceited, but I don't I don't tend to do group the groups inside jokes after I join. No, me neither. Like I don't really I don't like 
repeating jokes all that much anyway. I think yeah. they get on, they kind of get on my nerves after a while. But um, I make my own fucking jokes because I'm the smartest boy around, and then everybody uses my fun jokes. This might seem I'm up my own butt, but I don't have any friends. <laughs> oh no! Who bought you a Raphael figure then? <gasps> My best friend, Jeff. We have a Leonardo, and we need a Donatello and a Michelangelo. <laughs> we gotta make the whole fucking family now. Did you see my joke I made to Rich about how I got to push the button of a trash compactor once? Which I really did. And I said I single-handedly killed Shredder. <laughs> That's a good-ass joke. Because uh, I guess Rich's son likes like trash trucks and stuff, right? Man, I am so sick of the sounds of the Caribbean outside my fucking window right now. This dude Yo, is parked out here. Jeff, Mon, <laughs> take a chill pill, Mon. <laughs> There's, it's like definitely showing up in the recording. I don't hear it, but that doesn't mean it's not there. It's actually I don't pretty know. nice. I'm not gonna lie to you. <laughs> <laughs> it's all steel drums right now. So. Dude, it's that fucking record my Nana got me for my birthday. <laughs> uh, Two Swords Soul USS, I deleted my real name on this email signature. Is it still showing up? Good. Slash dang it. No, your real uh, name is gone. Yeah, except for at the top where I can still see it. Well, we know that. We know not to read that. And then he edits, I meant to say long overdue good character moments for Jordy and Crusher. Yeah, whatever you have to it's fine i'm not whatever yeah <laughs> you don't have to apologize yeah, to me i don't yeah. lavar and gates are both great actors we all know yeah they're they're not listening this week they said they're gonna take a week off because the show was too good <laughs> the m class email is too good a show they said they were like i can't stand the funny hilariousness oh man the steel drums are gone so wait are you reading the next one or wait uh, who's reading it that's a good question that's a long... That's a long... I can one. read both last ones. Okay. All right. Uh, this one isn't actually that long. You no, this one's fine. This one's This fine. one's from Ensign Meow, and it's yeah. entitled Mad Meow Fury Road. Good movie. Uh, long range subspace relay 461 connecting. Decrypting. Please wait. General reminder to all personnel. Please put your dirty dishes back in the food replicator when you're done eating. It might be called a mess hall, but it doesn't mean it should be a mess. Damn, thanks, Dad. Uplink established. Message follows. Hey, Space Pals, it's me, the gray one who's a gay one, in both <laughs> meanings of the word, Ensign Meow. How are y'all doing up on Satellite M? See any cool space anomalies? I saw a solar flare that looked like a dick, so I wrote it in my captain's log. It's not. I'm not a captain, but... Uh, I saw a black hole... And it was down the back of Josh's pants. Look, I had to fix the sink. We needed somebody to fix the sink. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> I was plumbering. Oh, okay. The water replicator. That's why Sonic I'm, shower. That's why Mario wears the overalls, I think. It's smart if you're a plumber. Uh, happy birthday, Ensign Henderson. It's Thanks. Your, it's your birthday when I'm sending this. It's the day after when I'm reading it. I hope you replicate yourself a big chocolate cake. And maybe it won't give you a headache, because it's made of reassembled protein structures and not chocolate. Yeah, if I had that, sure, I guess it would work, but we don't. We live on Earth, it sucks. Wait. <laughs> we live on Satellite M in space. Oh, shit. No, my mom made me a coconut cake, and it's 
fucking incredible. I feel like my it's, opinion on coconut is changing as I'm getting older. Dude, this motherfucking cake has fucking like uh, sweetened condensed milk in it. It's oh my fuck, it's so like, good. Because like I had um, the Samoa cookies, like yeah. the Girl Scout cookies, and I was like, holy fuck, these are good. Yeah, what's in this? Great. And Crystal was like, all oh, coconut, and I was like. Okay, maybe I maybe I like coconut. I don't if know. You're a, if you're a fool, you don't like coconut. Well, Only fucking fools give don't me like my it. jester hat and jangly shoes because I haven't <laughs> liked coconut my whole life. You're like a cat. Got to put a bell on you to know where you are. That's that's true. D- don't step on him. <laughs> Today I'm on direction assistance marking, known on the lower decks as line painting duty. <laughs> Nice. You know those lines that tell you where to walk to find the turbo lift or the holodecks? Someone has to paint those on. And when the chief science officer decides to move their lab from deck 7 to deck 3 for the fourth time this operation, someone with just the one pip has to scrub off the old line and spray a new one on. How hard is it in the future to scrub off paint? (laughs) I gotta imagine that, like... You're not really shooting paint, right? You're like Yeah. You're like creating some sort of carbon filament thing on the floor and yeah. you can just suck it back up into the machine. Yeah, it's some kind of it's not paint paint, it's like some kind of future paint, Leah. Uh I haven't been given a route to paint the line along, so I guess I could just go free form with it. Damn man. Let's paint this line for the long way around to the route to the new science lab. <laughs> I got some new cute little succulents from Deep Space 7. One of them has <laughs> big round leaves and the other one has little pointy leaves. You I haven't don't named Don't eat them. I haven't named them yet, but I will. They live on the little shelf next to my bunk. You're a cat, you can't eat those. Yeah, that'll kill you instantly. Don't eat that. <laughs> yeah. Uh what little trinkets do you collect? Are they cool? Do they do anything? I've never collected anything in my life. <laughs> mm, I feel like I'm being lied to. <laughs> I'm not sure why. Oh, shit. Yeah. I don't know. I'm looking around. Nothing here. <laughs> Nothing surrounding you in every space that you can see. <laughs> Nothing on the walls that are covering every square inch of where I live. Uh, it's action figures, it, guys. It is action figures. And, of course, as I've mentioned a million times, I am... On the precipice of that slippery slope. <laughs> You're fucked. You're so fucked, dude. Every moment of my life, like I have, you, and within eye shot, I have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, uh, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen action figures within eyesight of me. My last sideshow thing that I bought is coming soon. I got the email about I, it. I fucking can't do sideshow, man. Like. Fucking Richie Rich and Mr. Money Penny over here can do. <laughs> I'm not. Can do the fucking sideshow. They could set like put their lungs up for fucking collateral. <laughs> you only need one kidney, Jeff. That's true. No, Don't I got the ah- I got the Ahsoka with the Grogu from the Mandalorian, oh. and I I paid for it like. During the pandemic, that's how long ago I've been waiting for this fucking. Dear thing. God, is it? It's finally coming. Yeah, they take forever with these fucking things. It's, like, ridiculous. Uh, I guess books. Although, like... Yeah, books are good. I only started collecting books after I uh, moved in with Crystal because she had a library already. So You don't do, like, 
Hot Wheels. Hot Wheels are uh, super fun. No, I do not do Hot Wheels. I've like, never been you, into Hot Wheels. I always liked action figures. I never liked yeah, like cars yeah. and trains and stuff. I did cars when I was younger. I still have a bunch of car stuff, but uh, Hot Wheels now are so cool. Like they're really cool. Like they're like really accurate to what the cars are and shit. Like I don't know. They're it's like a whole new thing. And I watched that guy who races John Racer three. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's the summer league now, so <laughs> it's it's weird how engrossing that shit is. Oh, uh, it's so innocent and calming and just like yeah, it's just it takes so you fun. back. Even even like I didn't play that much with Matchbox toys, and it still takes me back. Yeah, he has like legitimate like a league. He has like brackets and shit, and like he races like like he was doing like video game races where like Mario Kart would play like whatever the car from whatever the fuck, right? Yeah, that was cool. I do collect kind of, like, curiosities. Like a mermaid? Bones of a mermaid? Just, like, little... Yeah, like, the 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 fish with the monkey strapped yeah, to it. Yeah, the monkey sewn to it, yeah. No, but I've got, like... Uh, the reason why I mention Shaq Fu on this fucking podcast all the time is I have a bottle of Shaq Fu grape punch. What? That's just on my shelf next to me, next to, like, an unopened bottle of 1950s Pepsi Cola. What? Why do you have that? Because it's neat. I didn't know you did that. That's cool. Uh, I've got uh, a mirror that is, like, really ornate and shaped like a shield, and I got it because it reminded me of the mirror shield from Zelda. Yeah, and the best shield. I've got this, like, fake, gigantic diamond thing that I found in a burnt-down house when I was a kid. When I was just rummaging through it, I still have it. You found a fucking kyber crystal in a burnt-down house? No, it's a chaos emerald. It's, like, the exact size of, like, a big-ass chaos emerald. When you pick it up, do you go, Shine bright like a diamond. Yeah, you know it, baby. <laughs> re re. Uh, I've got, like, a sword, a Louisville slugger. Yeah. Um, like, I, I collect, like, just fun... Th- like, I've got... I collect things that remind me of things I love or things that are like items that are actually in the shows or comics or movies. Like I've got the four star dragon ball that, uh, well, you got to find six more of them. Dingus. That like Goku thought was his grandpa's spirit when he was a kid. That's right. He keeps it because he thinks it's his grandpa. Yeah. I've got that. I forgot about that. I've, uh, I've got like a fan that has like koi fish and stuff on it. That looks, that's like from Disney. Uh, I got a lightsaber. Oh yeah. That's a thing we both collect lightsabers. I only got the one. And I got two bottles that are filled up with a blue liquid and a red liquid, and they look like potions from Zelda. I have that, too. I have potion bottles, and they're in, like, red and blue and green for stamina potion, health potion. I don't have any stamina potion, because I don't need any help that way, ladies. (laughs) Yeah, I collect, like, little curiosities that are, like, from things I like or remind me of things I like. Yeah. I have some some old stuff. I've got a really old uh, Flash Gordon comic book. I guess those are called props. <laughs> oh, yeah, props. Yeah, I have those. Yeah, I have uh, crystals. Like, I've got kyber crystals. we got Star Wars money. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> yeah, we got, like, a bunch of lightsaber parts that I've made, because I make that stuff, too. You know how it is. Pretty fucking sick, dog. Just come over and look at my shit. 
I should come over eventually. You do only live like an hour and a half away from me. I'll give you a milkshake if you want one. I do want one quite badly. You can't shit in my house, though. Mm, I disagree. <laughs> <laughs> I disagree. Like, you're not allowed is one thing, but can I shit in your house? Yes. <laughs> There's a force field that goes up your butthole when you walk in here. Am I physically you... capable of shitting in your house? Yes. No. And I'll no, prove it's... it. <laughs> I'll show you. You can't stop me. <laughs> Am I assuming how you poop? Does that sound mm, similar? Similar. <laughs> oh, I've drawn an actual loop. Uh, it'll be fine. I'm sure people can figure it out. Maybe I shouldn't nice. be sending space mail while I'm working. Oops. Toodles and some meow sent from my ass. Damn! Got him. Us. We got fucked in the end. Our next email is long as fuck. No, it isn't. Read it's it. just big. It's David S. <laughs> Read it. I feel like I'm missing some of my trinkets, but I'll get more trinkets. Yeah, I stole some of them. I mean, <laughs> what? <laughs> so funny, Josh. Our David S says it, it's actually entitled David B, which is confusing. I don't know about that. Will stuff me tight in a star? Uh, uh, will stuff me in a tight Starfleet shirt? Beam me one millicochran out of phase? Watch me flex out the shirt and call me a space jellyfish? If it ain't the <laughs> trick, boys. Boys, I tell you what, them there transporters are sometimes more onery than a cation that's got a bad case of Taloxian boner fleas. <laughs> Why, just last week I was assigned to supervise a new Pandronian ensign, Benjamin. <laughs> oh my god, Benjamin. I reckon I spent the first hour with this double C word hearing about how... This one was an infamous reverse pickpocket back on Pandro. Had a whole catalog of moves like the flip and slip, the Pandro handro, Bim's revenge, the leg the leg arm noodle switch, <laughs> and an ultimate secret move that uses all the creatures of the colony at once. Damn. Anyhow. We was assigned to help Pork with an old portable transporter pad we got from a couple of Yoshis. <laughs> well, it turns out it was trivia night at Pork's and the tipsy Tellerite started a ruckus over some questions and knocked me boots overhead into Benjamin onto the pad. Damn. Next thing I know, this one was a few feet over and feeling a tad colonial. <laughs> I decided this my one. name is David B. for now. Ah. Like Bim! David Benjamin! After a quick montage of this and learning how to take advantage of the new floating body parts to harvest Worf's blood corn in hydroponics, <laughs> or float Visson's head down a service vent with a phase modulator between his teeth while the torso monitors a panel... <laughs> Or performing a fart sound trio at the Deep Dish Nine's Got Talent show, wherein this in's mouth, hands, and bunghole all do a fart cover of Genuine's My Pony with a quadruple ham bone solo. <laughs> Got it, My Pony. Dude, it's like uh, uh, fucking uh, pony, ma Magic Mike. <laughs> my Pony. My Pony. Ride it, My, my Pony. pony. So after that very afternoon, this one learns that I'm booked to head to the freak farm. This one's about as nervous as a binar in an isolation tank. 
Damn. But figure there ain't no way the trip is going to take months in a small, dank storage area with no lights or privacy, because that'd be nuts. Right? Cut to this one in a small, dank storage area of a ship with no lights <laughs> or privacy, surrounded by a bunch of other freaks. This yeah. and don't say much, but there's a fellow with corduroy skin. So y'all know I gotta hit him with the only corduroy joke anyone knows. <laughs> what is that? It's about getting a boner. I feel like this is an email that we lost. Because I think is- somebody said that they sent an email in that was supposed to line up with this one. I feel like the, we always get like a David S. like recap email. Like yes. this is like the recap segment for like all the episodes, right? Uh, <laughs> I I apologize to the email this was supposed to be attached to. We lose emails sometimes. I'm sorry. <laughs> Anyhow, I devised a plan to get access to an escape pod and hightail it off this freak ship. The three-armed orange officer running this ship uses a set of three little clicker thingies with fingerprint ID to operate some of the more secure doors on the ship. Using my new Calbim know-how, I Texas hold them the clickers with dummies and reprogram them to open the escape pod doors, which seems like a really weird thing to have to do because, like, what if there's an emergency? Yeah, it's a fire hazard. Anyhow, the three-armed, three-pocket warden is wearing a slightly tighter uniform the next day, and this one ain't sure what to do. How's this one going to switch out the dummies? This one feels a deep memory from Benjamin's memory, and I know what I gotta do. Damn. I do the classic bump into the guy accidentally, but dramatically fall apart, separating all my parts. That's amazing! In one fluid motion with multiple sets of hands, I perform the ultimate secret reverse pickpocket maneuver. The Triple Tucker. (laughs) He helps me up, and when he goes to open his private quarters, this one dashes to the escape pods. As soon as I launch, I realize the pod launched sideways through a thicket of trees and into a hillside, because we'd already landed. This one greatly fucked up. Again, Benjamin. Anyhow, thanks to logs from Voyager about how they had to murder a horrible monster created by the transporter, they were able to uncolonize me and Benjamin. Took a couple of hours, so they put me back on the ship to head back to Deep Dish, which is actually really close by. Benjamin stayed because they thought he was still freaky enough. Damn, he gets to be massaged by hot Vulcans? Boys, what are your favorite and least favorite aspects of collaboration? (laughs) Have y'all ever had someone purposefully underperform while on a team with you? Like in high school? Have you ever been the one to take the dive? Are there any times besides M-Class where the partnership felt so natural that y'all could have been one super capable person? Enjoying some me time, David S. Sent from Yahoo Mail on Tricorder. Damn, Yahoo Mail! (laughs) Still here, baby. Damn. I phone it in every episode, so I don't know. This is so untrue. Just just phoning it. As I I said on your birthday message on M-Class, you are three-fourths of the good parts of M-Class podcast. I don't even know what that meant. I am one-fourth of the good parts. I just thought you were really bad at math. I was like, this guy doesn't know how to do math. Uh, the guy I fused with was the math guy. <laughs> when we got separated, I, I lost it all. Yeah, I mean, on this show, we're, like, literally the same person, right? We work in tandem extremely well, to the point where, like, it's weird. 
I, I'm sure people believe this because it probably comes off that way, but we don't like edit the show at all for the most part. Like we, yeah. Uh, well, our, us talking anyway, we don't edit. Like Josh adds in the commercials and he like uh, fixes the audio and all that type of stuff, but like we don't edit our conversations ever. Yeah, I don't see the point in that, honestly. Like, there's not a lot of dead air that needs to be cut out, and and just going through and doing it, like it it leaves a certain sound to it, but it's unnecessary, I think. So, I, oh, I agree a hundred percent. Like, my point was, we don't interrupt each other like ninety nine percent of the time. Somehow, no, <laughs> uh, you missed, fucker. You didn't interrupt. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, you got to do it like this. <laughs> you missed. Fuck. See? We're too good. See? <laughs> Somehow we have the ability that, like, a lot of people that, like, I've heard podcasting or done podcasting with don't really seem to have where, like, if we we can kind of sense when the other one's about to talk. Yeah. We finish each other's. But. <laughs> no, that's we finish in True. Each True. <laughs> um, like, we... D- a lot of times on other podcasts, uh, which which I find like wild, because if someone starts talking when I'm talking, I stop immediately. That's your natural reaction. Yeah. Um, I guess it's because I've done podcasting for like eight years, B- uh, maybe more at this point. Sadly, but it's like yeah, it's like been like forty years. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's the magic number today. Yeah, I don't know. It's a weird one to pick. I don't know why. But people will, like, say their entire sentence without stopping. (laughs) Which I find really weird. Like, you can tell someone's talking at the same time. Yeah, it's not hard, right? Yeah, I don't know, man. We're just we're just great. I'm not Has calling any, ever f- I'm not calling anybody out, by the way. I'll interrupt Josh to say I'm not calling anybody out for that. That's not a big deal. I don't think anyone's ever phoned it in around. I, I don't know. I mean, in school, yeah. Like, there's always that project when you're like, fuck this. <laughs> like, and, whatever. And there's always this project when the teacher's like, okay, this is half your grade. You got to work in teams. And there's one uh, guy that's like, you guys will take care of this, right? Yeah. Yeah. And his name's Josh Henderson. Oh, shit. And the prom's tomorrow? <laughs> How are we going to finish this? I know. We'll just make the rest of the team do it. I actually, in 11th grade, I had to take the AP test the morning of the prom, and it fucking sucked. Wow, that sucks. So, like, all the like the girls, like, went early to get their hair did, right? Because mm-hmm. they go do that. And they're all showing up to this test with, like, fucking curlers and shit in their <laughs> hair. Like, it's, like, 1957 yeah. or something. shit, That teacher shit, did right? not give a fuck about nah, the prom. She, dude, she did not. She was a, she was mean. She was a mean lady. That's rough. Yeah. I definitely had a college uh, project in a uh, like, it was like a literature class and we were supposed to work together to create a presentation explaining the book that we'd read. And uh, there was a guy who not only didn't read the book, but nice. didn't show up to any of the meetings we had. <laughs> then he showed up to the class. He showed up and to the, the class and stood up. <laughs> he fucking stood up with us at the front of the class, and we just kind of looked that's, at him. That's amazing. <laughs> that guy's amazing. And uh, the teacher was like, "Okay, like, did you guys do all the work together?" And we were like, "No." Nice. And he called him out. And he was. He was like. He didn't even like look shocked that we said it. 
And so, I mean, he can't be. And so she was like, well, wh- who did all the work then? And the three of us raised our hand, and he didn't. Like, he was he was honest no. about it. Aww. And uh, she was like, do you have any, like, excuse or anything? And he was like, well, I'm on the soccer team. Oh, the soccer team. And she was like, we were playing soccer on the moon. <laughs> and she was like, okay, do you have any excuse why you didn't do the work? <laughs> And I've never seen someone look so confused in my life. Didn't know. He didn't understand the question. And she was like, okay, well, you get a zero. Sit down. Damn. And he he was like, well, can I, can I do it over? No. And she was like, this is the last day of class. Yeah, it's summer. <laughs> and prom is tomorrow. Prom is tomorrow? <laughs> I was going to play soccer there. I was playing soccer on the moon. I didn't get a date. Uh, So we did our presentation and we got an A. That guy got a zero and then he got kicked off the soccer team. And now he's like a serial killer all because we rose our hands and said he didn't do any work. Well, what was going to happen when it came his turn to present? Yeah, that's a good question. I don't know. Like, I feel like that would have came out eventually. It just would have been far more embarrassing for him. He probably just like I would have just not gone up there. Yeah. So hopefully I like squeaked through, right? Like the th- that would have been my plan. The way the presentations worked is there were four of us, and each one of us had to uh, read one section. Right. And when it, and like we had to have like cue cards for the sections, and we decided to divvy up the last section, so we each had one of the cue cards for it. And if he would have went up there with no cue cards. <laughs> Man, it sucks because like maybe he really was like upset. Like maybe he had something going on. And, I don't know. I'm not trying to stick up for the guy or whatever. But like he said, he was he was on the soccer team. <laughs> he was playing soccer. Like uh, as far as I know, the soccer team practiced like two or three times a week. Because the, the most th- of the soccer team lived across the hallway from me in my dorm. Yeah, I don't think they play soccer in like summer either. Don't like right? I don't like, know. I, I don't know. But I don't it, know how soccer works. That was his excuse. He was, oh, I'm on the soccer team. Cool. <laughs> was that supposed to be like, like I'm on the football team? Like, he doesn't need to do it or I whatever? guess so. Uh, that's, that's, that's a dumb move, man. That's dumb. That's the one that really sticks out in my mind. Because, I mean, I'm sure that happened before. Yeah. Uh, I've been on... I tried to do a podcast once with a guy who'd never done podcasts before, and it didn't turn out well, but that was absolutely I'm not his fault. right here. Mm, I'm right I'm here. I'm still trying. I'm still out here trying. <laughs> <laughs> I get it, Jeff. I'll, I'll shape. I'll ship out. I'll shape up. Shape up or ship out. <laughs> send me to military academy. I'm going to send you to the moon to play soccer. <laughs> Damn, fuck yeah. <laughs> fuck this podcast. I'm out of here. I'm going to the moon to play soccer, bitches. Can't blame him. I can't blame him for that one. I'm going to be Moon Pele. Melee. <laughs> yeah, Melee. Thank you, everybody that- who wrote in today. If your email didn't get read, I'm going to guess Gmail fucking ate it. Because when I opened Gmail, it was like, you've got this many emails. And I was like, mm, no, I don't. Man, Gmail sucks. And then I did decide not to read a couple of them because they were extremely long as well. So there is that. So mm. apologies. Uh, send us a good email at 
uh, mclassemail at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. And uh, if, if you don't, we just won't do the show. It's fine. Um, <laughs> it's a fun show, but, like, you know, you know I can go play soccer. <laughs> yeah, I got soccer. That's why I couldn't do the show today. Uh, so, yeah, shoot us an email, mclassemail at gmail.com. Uh, you can find all of our links to everything necessary for the show at mclasspodcast.com. And uh, follow us on Twitter at mclasspodcast. We appreciate the hell out of all of you. I appreciate the shit out of you. I appreciate the fuck out of you. I appreciate the tits out of you. I appreciate the ass off of you. Oh! <gasps> That's it. Those are the only things. <laughs> you can't appreciate anyone more than that. That's it. Yep. No, thank you, everybody, <laughs> again for tuning in. And we'll be back in one week with another episode of M Class. Uh, do, do, do good stuff. Bye. <laughs> ass and titties. Ass, ass and titties. Big booty bitch. <laughs> it's been a long week. Since the last email It's been a long time Since that last rich master's tale Pitch it or ditch it from Boston John I need to catch my fix Of Jeff's table reads in a silly voice And Josh talking about dicks On M class email I swear there's never an in M class email It's always been singular that's M class email Don't you settle for nothing less than it's back without fail It's M class if them last and plus